Laura Camacho, the CEO and founder of McSonian Institute, and I, I'm delighted to welcome you to Critical Conversations, the podcast of McSonian Institute. Like the name suggests, it's all about critical conversations, conversations that make the difference, conversations that are interesting, and conversations that change the way we think. Five small actions that build trust and your fan club. Trust is the glue of the global economy. With a hypermobile and scattered workforce, to build trust is to build your own personal fan base that supports you in any job, anywhere. Think about having fans. The word fan comes to us from the Latin word fanaticus, which means, quote, insane, mad, or possessed by the gods, end of quote. Those may be qualities of your fans, but in this context, fans are the people who enthusiastically mentor you, promote you, invite you to their parties, and possibly buy from you. That is your personal fan club, and it's an asset totally worth cultivating. There are actually documented cases of Star Wars fans actually donating their kidneys to other Star Wars to other Star Wars fans whom they don't even know. There's a book called Fan Culture, which is a collection of academic essays on that topic, fan culture, and that's where I got that information. And while that level of fandom is extreme, and I'm certainly not asking for a kidney donation, uh, your personal fan club, also known as your social capital, is not only an asset that drives your professional success, but working with your fans can be productive and fun. Your fans, which may, may include your mother and or your boss and other people who mention your name when you're not there as the go-to person. Fans will refer you to others, whether you're working in mega corporation or you're a sales rep or building your own business. Fans give glowing recommendations. You might get invited to their birthday parties and children's christenings, and they introduce you to their friends, their real ones. They do these things because they trust you, and that means you are absurdly knowledgeable about something and consistently produce positive results. You may be working with fans you've never met personally because your work is virtual in nature. Building trust in virtual environments is not difficult but it does require a different approach when you can't bring the person a fresh cup of Starbucks. Although you can always send a Starbucks e-gift card. All the research on building trust indicates that you need to be consistently reliable, personable, and honest. But you already knew that and you're already the kind of person who habitually goes above and beyond. Let's take a cue from Brainiac professors, Jeffrey Dyer, Hal Gregerson, and Clayton Christensen authors of The Innovator's DNA on no longer, on none other than the Harvard, <coughs> the Harvard Business Review. They write, quote, innovators carefully, intentionally, and consistently look out for small behavioral details in the activities of customers, suppliers, and other companies in order to gain insights about new ways of doing things, end of quotes. So the key words are small behavioral details. That's essential not only for innovation, which is any significant positive change, but for building trust and fandom. And here are five small actionable steps to build trust and fertilize that fan base 
whether your friends are across town or across 12 time zones. Number one, arrive 10 minutes early. Aiming to arrive early mostly means you're gonna be on time. Any early arrival means you have more time to collect your thoughts and focus more easily on the purpose of the meeting and you're not stressed or distracted by your tardiness. Consistent punctuality also gives you this nice fluffy pillow of stored trust for those rare occasions when you actually are running late. <laughs> trust me, I've been there. If it's a virtual meeting, try to be the first one to be quote unquote there. Consistency and reliability in remote communications is what helps to build trust in virtual teams and that's a tremendous asset. So number two, say please and thank you with enthusiasm. Say please and thank you more often than necessary and with great emotion. Recall any Academy Award acceptance speech that went way too long as the recipient, as the recipient thanks her great aunt, her dog, her pool boy, and her fourth grade math teacher. Also consider what would Michael Scott do? Seek out fresh opportunities to thank people with enthusiasm, including the receptionist, the grocery store cashier, and your vendors. Three, Tell people about a mistake you made and what you learned from it. From it. Admitting your mistakes shows bravery and gives others permission to do the same. I mean, by that, to be more responsible. It's really freeing and it creates an amazing bond with others. Your fans will love this about you and they'll say things like, oh, he's so down to earth. If you're willing to admit your mistakes, you're less likely to blame others, and blame is a definite trust buster. Number four, paraphrase what was said. Paraphrasing is the Swiss Army knife of communication. One use for this crazy effective tool is building trust. By giving the information back, whether to a client, a report, or a boss, in your own words, shows that you were actually listening and demonstrates your understanding. And people trust people who take time to listen. This is especially true for virtual teams. And five, use your email autoresponder on those crazy busy days. Make sure your autoresponder is a good one and doesn't sound like a bored robot. On those meetings where you're traveling or you have meetings back to back, anytime you know you're gonna be slower to respond, let people know you care and you're aware by using an autoresponder. So there are your five tips. Build trust, grow your fan base, enjoy the ride. And I'll see you in the next edition. Bye-bye.